Welcome to Synthaholics, episode 302. New format. Hopefully this is better than last time. Hopefully our mouths will sync up unlike last it time. It definitely is better than last time. Although, uh, it's just super ironic that last time I was complaining about mouth not syncing up, talking about dark, as our mouths were not syncing up. So, I totally apologize about that. We were using my laptop instead of my desktop, and it didn't work out the way I thought it would. It is not a powerful machine. Old laptop. So what's the topic for today, Brian? Well, we're going to be talking about Suicide Squad. It's brand new, fresh hot out of Hollywood. No, Suicide Suicide Squad's from 2016, Brian. Wait, there's also another one. It's the Suicide Squad. Wait, is is that that really the difference? Yes. Is this one really called the Suicide Squad? This one is called the Suicide Squad. The the makes it all different now. It's all different. Completely different. (laughs) Well, there are some things that they pull from the original Suicide Squad sequel, prequel, reboot. What is this? Uh, Pseudo-sequel? I don't know. I feel like they rewrote Deadshot's character to be the exact same character with a different name. Deadshot's character is Idris Elba as Bloodsport, right? Yes, but they're, they're basically the same character. They both have like they're both like a dad with like. No, Idris, Idris Elba uh, is cooler. Okay, his character was cooler. Like Will Smith just had like he was good at aiming. But I I, I like it. I liked Will Smith's guns were all like real guns. Idris Elba's guns were like magic, like Transformers magic. What's wrong with Transformers magic? I don't know. It just it just is just kind of strange. I, I liked the. What I did like about the original Suicide Squad, it was slightly more grounded in reality, where this one is balls to the walls bonkers. Balls to the walls bonkers. I mean, your well, your, your, your villain is a giant starfish. And always is normal, with, with Synthaholics, you are definitely looking at spoiler territory. So you asked me wait. first, uh, Brian, last time, what was your overall score for uh, this this one? Overall score? I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. I, I was gonna say, I, I was gonna say six point five to seven. It's kind of kind of wishy washy. Um, it's if, if, ironically, I would probably give the exact same score to the first Suicide Squad, and I didn't think the first Suicide Squad was as nearly as bad as everyone said it was. Was it a great film? No. Was it a pile of crap? No, it was it was Wait, entertaining. What? It was entertaining. I, I thought the first. Wait, one was whoa, whoa, whoa! We need to back up. You're giving <laughs> the first Suicide Squad the same rating as would, this one. I would probably give it the same rating as this. What, dude? Oh my gosh! Well, I, I'll, on get, that note, I'll get I'll get into my reasons. I'll get into my reasoning. Okay. Well, let's start with the little synopsis here. The synopsis for the Suicide Squad 2021. Supervillains and a collection of nutty cons at Bell Reeve Prison join the super-duper secret, the super-shady Task Force X, as they dropped as they are dropped off at the remote enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese to kill anyone with no mercy to get into Jotunheim, a.k.a. a giant tower, with a 50-story starfish in the basement. Creepy James Gunn 
is back at it again. Now he doesn't have many restrictions like he did with Marvel, I'm assuming, because they wanted to make this movie rated R, and they tell you it's rated R in the first five minutes. Oh, yes. Pretty much, yes. So it starts off with two Suicide Squads, kind of, sort of. They spend a good 30 minutes setting up uh, quite a few characters who die immediately. They sit in the Suicide Squad who's all meant to die. And they sit in a suicide squad who's actually meant to do something. There are two characters in that first suicide squad, or Task Force X, that I want to point out, because one of them is the best character in the movie. The other one is... Flag? No. (laughs) Nathan Fillion, who plays TDK, he's the one that detaches his arms. I I I was really sad that uh, he didn't have much of a part other than that that tiny little part. I really but wanted. Dude, I also wanted the weasel to be in the movie more. I the, I was just gonna. That's my. That was the second one I wanted to bring up. The weasel is the best character in the movie, and he's the only one I needed to make it out alive. I and he does. We think he eats twenty seven children. That's why he's in. That's why he's in jail. I think he does make it out alive. Although he does, it does flash back to like the original night they landed. So maybe he just escapes into the wild. I, I don't know. Well, at the end of the movie, here we here we are again with a giant spoiler. The weasel does stand up and run into the island. Well, that's like the last that's, beat of the movie. That's what I'm saying. But it's at nighttime, so I assume it's just later the original night that they make landfall. It could be. And he is the best character. Or considering, I don't know. If that's cons- right. Considering most of the movie isn't told in order either. No, it is not. Then there is uh, the boomerang guy from the original Suicide Squad who doesn't make it out, but he is in you know that first Suicide Squad Task Force X. Yeah. And there is Harley Quinn who is also there, but. Obviously, she's not going to die. She has plot armor because she's going to be in a whole bunch yeah, more has, DC movies. She's got to be in twenty-seven more movies, and, just like how many the weasel has eaten in children. Yeah, all of the yeah, each child the weasel's eaten is how many movies Harley Quinn needs to star in. Because yes. oh my gosh, uh, all jokes aside, she's probably the best part of the Suicide Squad. The best part. She's the best part. I think so. All her scenes were fantastic. I loved I loved every single one of her scenes. This was so this is the third time we're seeing Margot Robbie play Harley Quinn, and I feel like this is the first time I feel like I'm watching Harley Quinn and not like a dumpster fire PG thirteen Harley Quinn. That's what I felt like. <laughs> oh, I, I I loved her. I love I, I just loved every single scene. Like I love she's got the whole like montage date scene with like the dictator guy. And then he ta- he admits to in front of her that she killed he killed this entire family, including the children. And then she just shoots some cold blood murder. And she's like, you know, I love you and all, but you have red flag. But this red You're flag. Red flag. And, you know, and last time after my last relationship, I promised myself if I saw any red flags, I'd shoot him dead. <laughs> it was absolutely beautiful. I loved that scene. It was great. And and then she's like, oh yeah, I didn't realize there was a bullet in here. Well, I think we're jumping a little bit too ahead ahead of ourselves here because there is a scene before this, although that is probably towards the middle of the movie, that uh, that one that we're talking about right now, 
that I want to back up on. We haven't introduced all of the other Suicide Squad members. We have uh, Bloodsport and Peacemaker, who are... I reminded me of Gimli and Legolas. They're, except, like, they're really mean to each other. They're always trying to, like, one-up one another. Yes. So that's where I pulled that comparison to. But still, and no, only counts as one. I was waiting for something like that. I was hoping that... John Cena would say, you can't see me, but that never happened. I did not know that uh, they're having a TV series of Peacemaker now. That's going to be on HBO. I did not know that, but that's a little farther. I want to bring up the resistance fight. When (laughs) they go in, it's just those two, and they're killing everybody. Specifically, there is one kill that Peacemaker, a.k.a. John Cena, does to a sleeping man. That he just walks by and hits him like 40 times with an axe and it's like butter. Boom, 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 boom. It's, and then it just keeps going. It, it was funny and it was absolutely brutal due to a sleeping person. And the nonchalant, the nonchalantness of it all just made it hilarious. And that's the thing. This movie has so many wonderful, small little moments that are just creative and fantastic, but for whatever reason, the sum of the parts did not make the whole better. It's got a lot of, it's a movie with a lot of small, great parts. And that's the thing. Like, the original Suicide Squad didn't have a lot of small, little, great parts, but it was an okay movie. Okay movie. Okay and now movie. this one's, this one's uh, okay movie, but it has a lot of great little parts. Well, my my problem with this movie is I was painfully aware of the two hour runtime. You were you thought that was painful? Well, I don't think a two hour movie is painful. I think uh, a movie that's not well paced can be painful. That is true. For instance, true. the Lord of the Rings Extended Edition. I assume you've seen them. Uh, multiple times. For instance, these movies are 40 minutes longer, but the extra scenes enhances the pacing, and for me personally, they feel shorter than the original movies because they are paced better. Well, okay. I understand what you're saying, but I think making the comparison to Lord of the Rings is not fair because it's like those are like the greatest fantasy films of all time. But I'm just making, uh, I'm just trying to make an example point so that you understand what I'm talking about. I understand, I understand. A, well, a well-paced movie doesn't feel long. And even with a lot of great parts, this movie had lots of fun, great parts. The pacing still wasn't there, despite how great some of the individual scenes were. Like so it when made... the shark ate the rat girl right at the start, <laughs> or tried to. <laughs> or tried to, and then when he's like, looking at the fish in the aquarium for 15 minutes. Like, there's, there's, I mean, it was a great scene, but, like, it could have been shorter. There's there's places where they could have trimmed fat to make the movie a little bit more snappy, and the, a snappier movie would have earned another, probably, point from me. You know what I mean? Like, the pacing, the pacing brought this movie down, like, a whole point for me, which is why I think it equals The Last, Su- the, the last Suicide Squad. Even though the individual scenes in this movie had, had a really creative, fun parts, it did have a lot. Now, I, now I now that I'm thinking about it, I understand where you're coming from because I think you could totally just remove well the thinker that was his name, right? 
Yeah, the guy with the bolts coming out of his head. What he doesn't do, I, he he's supposed to be the pseudo villain, I guess, and he really brings nothing to the table. He brings no thinking. Yeah, I mean, they capture him super easy. Like it, it, there was. You feel that? That's a gun. Yeah, they capture him super easy, and the the whole process of getting to him is also like half an hour or longer. It's it's, it's a, longer it's, than a it's half a, hour. It's a big process getting to him, and they get him super easy. Like it just. Parts like I said, the movie's got like parts that could be trimmed, and and if Which it was yeah, and if it was if it was a snappier film, I really think would have been better. The it's, only thing the thinker was used for was to open the door to Jotunheim. That was that's, I'm trying to think of any what they needed him for. I think that was it. And then and, then to, and then and then to lock the door once they got in, so they couldn't get shot. Oh yeah. That's true. That's so, true. So, so, so he was he was a very important character. He was the doorman for the in, in he was going the doorman. Yes. No one else had access to this thing, really. So what about there's all those military people. No, they didn't have access. They're, it's too high up. On, it's it's too secure for the military to get into Jotunheim. There's two other characters we didn't talk about yet. Think there there is there is the polka dot man. What did you think of the polka dot man? This man desperately needed more screen time. His power was so OP, and they barely used it. That's that's. I, I loved him. I really wish he was in more of the movie. Like, oh, I, th- I think oh, that's God, my. Man. I think that's my problem. A lot of my favorite parts of this movie just didn't have a ton of screen time. Harley Quinn wasn't in the movie as much as I would have liked, considering how great how great she was. Polka Dot Man, super OP guy, barely gets any screen time. Mostly complains about his mom. Well, at the right at the start, he says he wants to die. So Polka, Polka Dot Man died it's, a hero, but most importantly, he died. That's what he wanted. I wanted him to do weirder things, but I re- I think like you already said, I think his powers were like a little bit too alpha compared to the rest of the Suicide Squad. So they kind of just like let him do a few cool things, and that was it. Like weird things. Meaning, like when he was like grinding on somebody in the uh, in the party in the party scene when they first find the thinker, everybody turns into his mom. So it's like he was grinding on his mom, which was like a weird thing. I wanted more weird things that's, like that. That's an Oedipus complex. Oh, I mean, also like he's like he's like I see my mom everywhere, and they even they had the shark guy with the face of his mom. I mean, it was it was cool. Like, they had like, he was just not a weird like they did a lot of CG with his mom and King Shark. Dormammu. <laughs> Dormammu the King Shark. Dormammu the King Shark. Nananumu. I can't, I can't remember how, how his actual... But his CG was amazing. Every single shot he was in... His lighting looked, was amazing. He looked absolutely flawless. Like the, 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 the wrinkles in his skin. I mean, not the wrinkles, but I mean just the, the texture of his skin, his shark scales, and the lighting. and Looked absolutely amazing. Sylvester Stallone hit it out of the park. Well, this... Movies was delayed, right? No, I don't think so. I think this movie really? came out exactly when they wanted it to come out. I mean, I think they finished filming it like six-ish months ago. Like, this movie was done in the can, ready to go. Okay. Because I was going to say, putting that amount of effort into King Shark, I, I noticed quite a few times, I was like, dang, that looks good. So I didn't know if like they had just extra... Because I would imagine CG artists are never actually done 
it's kind of just like, all right, it's you have to be done now. I feel like they had the time to do what they wanted. Watching enough Corridor Crew, I understand completely that uh, CG work is never actually done. It's just when it has yeah. to be out the door because there's always extra stuff you can do. There's always stuff you can fix, always little things you can add in. But it seemed like, at least for King Shark, they were able to, you know, Beautiful. Make him look as good as possible, and now I want a king shark to be my friend because that's all he wants. Is friend, and I'll be his friend. He just friend? Wants, mostly he wants food. He wants food and to have a friend. That's all he wants. Yeah. He had a scene towards the end of the movie where he like bit somebody's head off, and he was eating it as if it was an apple, and <laughs> I thought that was great. He was just like chomping on it like it was an apple. It is a very gory movie. There's a lot of gory parts. There was some like 80s horror movie aesthetics to it when they were in Jotunheim and they were showing like the the starfish what 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 like the starfish babies doing experiments what with the starfish the starfish controllers. Like we should probably explain some things about the starfish. So the starfish came found, from outer space, right? Was found by NASA. Yep, and they brought it down to earth to experiment on it and it started becoming a face hugger to people yeah it 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 shoots out face huggers from its armpits that are just miniature versions of itself and they uh they basically just control the mind and actually the more minds it connects to the bigger the main one gets yeah so it ended up being like 50 stories tall that's really yeah, I don't know really what more it really could have done. They were saying it was going to like go and take over the U.S., which I don't like. It didn't seem like it was that hard to beat. Polka Dot Man pretty much like beat it by himself, kind of. And then a bunch Polka of Dot Man you know, could have beat it by himself if he didn't stand there and get himself smushed. He could have, could have done it. Here's the thing, you know, we've seen a lot of movies. We've seen a lot of them, and they all kind of end the same way. It's like you you want to see a big battle. With, like, guns, a million people all over the place. He wants to see some swords and lasers. All I wanted to see, James Gunn has opened my my middle eye to this, or third eye, is that I just want to see a bunch of rats and Harley Quinn inside swimming in a starfish's eye. That That's all I want to see to that's end a movie. Just a billion rats and Harley Quinn swimming in somebody's eye. At least there wasn't a giant sky laser. That the the giant sky laser trope is overdone so much, and it was in the end of the first Suicide Squad movie, the giant sky laser thing. It just always seems yeah. to happen. Like it's just a generic giant sky laser. It's basically well, it's like how do you kill, how do you kill a big thing? Basically, a meme big, at this point, big, yeah, yeah. So when they killed it by using, also who we haven't really touched on yet is uh, Ratcatcher, her character, who I think was my favorite character. I was starting to wonder halfway through the movie, how she even got wrapped up with being with these trash people. She seems to be, like, nice. I don't know what she did to, like, get in this, like, super prison, because she, she, like, she robbed, had emotions. She, she robbed a bank uh, using rats, and they were... The, yeah, and they were like, yeah, let's put you let's put you in the same jail as Harley Quinn. Like, I don't and, know. They're on, like, different levels of bad. <laughs> and the shark guy, the king shark, Dormammu. Okay, Dormammu, King Shark, Sylvester Stallone, Nanu, whatever his name is. Na- 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 I can understand why he. I can understand why he's in the in that jail. He like just eats people straight up. Like he just towards the end of the movie, 
it's raining, and he just kicks a dude up, tears him in half, and then eats him. Like, that's like, that's not, I mean, you gotta go to like some type of prison. Easier to digest, that. easier to digest. The, the rat girl is just like, I control rats. She's and a teenage they bring me girl trinkets. who just wants to go to sleep. She wants to sleep and control rats. And her dad is is uh, Lieutenant Gaeta from Battlestar Galactica, the reboot. That's a fun fact for you right there. Yeah. That's a fun fact. Now, it totally threw me off. That, now I don't even remember what I was going to say about the rat catcher lady. <laughs> I don't even, I was going to say something about her, and now she's I a can't sweet, She's it. a sweet teenager that doesn't want to do anything but sleep. Yeah, that's, that's basically- true. I guess, I guess... She just wants to sleep and control rats is really all she wants to do. Oh, that's what that's what I, I wanted to bring up. Milton. Do you remember Milton? We talked about him for like two hours. We talked about him for two hours, like five minutes ago. Yeah. Milton was he was everybody was wondering who he was. I remember reading articles about it during the, when the first trailer came out, because in the original trailer, they show Task Force X running into Jotunheim. And there was one character that people did not know who it was. They were theorizing that it was going to be the boomerang guy, but he died in the first five minutes of the movie, so it wasn't going to be him. It turns out it was Milton, who was the hero all along. And he did save Ratcatcher twice in this movie straight up, and then he dies. Yeah, he's uh, he's the uh, bus driver. He is also uh, Idris Elba. His name is also Milton, apparently. or that, That was a joke. Right? His name's not actually Milton. Oh, yeah. Interesting. yeah. But, yeah, I wanted, I, I just wanted to, you know, give props to good old Milton, because he was a hero. He's those a hero. Were my, those were, you know, my thoughts on Milton. The second, no, third, he was the third greatest character. It goes, oh, no, then you gotta put in Harley Quinn. It goes Weasel, <laughs> Harley Quinn, and then Milton. Those are the characters one, two, three ranked. I mean I mean my favorite character is Harley Quinn. My second favorite is the the King Shark. Um the the Weasel would have been probably number one or two had the Weasel had more scenes. Weasel's barely in the movie. Like he's featured yeah. almost every single one of his scenes is in the trailer because he is not very prominent in the movie. And he's all over the trailer. So, like, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen pretty much all you're going to get, except for him falling in the water. And, like, did anyone check and see? Did anyone check and see if the weasel did swim? That is true. I mean, like, Uh, so many great little parts. The one Harley Quinn scene that actually makes her feel like a badass is when she's being tortured and her breaking out of being tortured. Oh, it's so great. So great. She is being tortured, she is being electrocuted, and apparently she is unaffected by electrocution, and she breaks free, and she has a javelin that she got from, uh, whatever his name is? What's the guy's name that has the javelin? Not TDK, but you know, the other guy. It's not TDK, it's not the weasel. Uh, Whatever, he... It's like a pseudo-Aquaman? I don't know. I don't know who he is. I don't, I, I, it's just a guy with there's a so ma- There's so many like like D-list people on in this movie, like Polka yeah. Dot guy. I mean, he's 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 like totally like a bottom of the barrel guy, but his powers are so strong. He should have been the higher tier bad guy than than what they. Yeah, but he couldn't really control his powers. But 
Harley yeah. Quinn, so she she goes, she was super badass during this scene. She kills about 50 people on her own with guns and a javelin. And it made me think to myself, dang, she actually is a psychopath. That was the first, because that was really was when I realized to myself that, dang, she's really, she's playing Harley Quinn now. She's not playing PG-13, 13-year-old girls will love me, Harley Quinn. She's playing psychopath, don't get near me, Harley Quinn. I mean, I, I feel like the psychopath came through whenever she spent the, the, the montage with the guy and then just shoots them. It's like, oh, that's a red flag. I promised myself if I ever saw a red flag and a guy I liked, I'd shoot him in the chest. Like, that's okay. psychotic. That is, a little bit of that is like, that is, I mean, like, her fighting her way out of a prison, that's completely reasonable. Well, yeah, but like... She was like a badass steering it. Like I don't know, it oh, just felt like oh, she's I mean, so good. she was so good at it. Like it's like she knew what she was doing. She wasn't like like, oh what's a gun? Like I feel like she would have done that in like the Harley Quinn standalone movie. But yeah. she like picked up guns and killed a bunch of dudes. Absolutely really cool. The most badass point uh in Harley Quinn's career. And I'd want more rated R Margot Robbie Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn movies. Like I, I want more of this because it was absolutely fantastic. I think she's actually trained in trapeze. Like so, her. That's why they always had her in the trapeze in the first movie when they're introducing her, and she's kind of like got. She was doing trapeze stuff whenever she like broke the guy's neck and then escaped that way, like walking her toes across his, you know, sure. body to grab the key and using her toes to stick it in there. I mean, uh, she's got training in trapeze and you've got to be strong to do trapeze Let well me yeah I, mean, I, I don't know how much of her stuff is her own stunts but i would imagine i would i would think over half are probably her i would i would imagine if you're if you're trained in trapeze you're strong and i don't think they would have put that in there just to do it if she didn't couldn't do it on her own you know what i mean at least in the first movie yeah. when she's doing the trapeze stuff when she's in jail I mean, if if she's sure. not doing that on her own, like why put it in there? Well, they did. Yeah, I guess that, I guess that's true. Which this scene that we're talking about right now, where she kills a bunch of dudes and you know has her own stunt power, they have a low point for me in the movie, and it's when the military man becomes a murderer and he kills all the birds. There's a there's some birds. The, oh yeah, the there's, a lot, there's a lot of bird murder in this movie. So the opening yeah, there's, scene, there's a there's is, a big murderer. There's, there's a, the opening scene is the guy who's Mary Poppins, y'all, um, from <laughs> from Guardians of the Galaxy two, y'all. <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, he he kills a bird by bouncing a ball off of sixteen corners before it hits the bird and kills it. And then when he's dead later, a bird like eats him. So I was like, okay. So this guy is gonna he, this guy murders all the birds Harley Quinn was in love with. So I was expecting like a bunch of birds to kill this guy because I mean we we saw it we saw it earlier we saw a guy kill a bird and the bird eats his corpse as revenge. This guy burns a bunch of birds, but there's no like comeuppance for these birds. The birds these these burnt alive birds do not ever get their revenge. I guess Did except we for find a secret a secret part of the movie. I feel like there is. There's going to be a million podcasts, a million YouTube videos on this movie. I don't. Is anybody going to talk about the significance of the birds? I don't know because they I mean, weren't I mean, significant, but it was a reoccurring theme where a bird was either killed or a bird was eating a killed person. There's a lot of birds. I get there is. There's like one, two. I can think of five scenes where there's birds prominently in the movie. 
Why is there so many birds? Maybe James Gunn is the thing for but maybe James Gunn is the bad guy from Iron Man 2 Whiplash. Maybe he maybe he's what he wants his bird. <laughs> he wants his bird. I want the bird. Well, there are birderers. I'm not a fan of birderers. I like birds. So I wanted to bring that up as a low point. So, you know, if yeah. your child is watching this movie, cover their eyes only during the part where the birds die. The rest of it, it's fine. It's Don't absolutely fine. It. I mean there is a there is a booby when they when they're escaping the um uh, adult clinic or whatever. Yeah, it's just it's one girl. The there's one girl. Whenever um, Ratcatcher's taking and um, they're taking oh, the and polka dot man. Yeah, yeah. they're taking. Like, there's there's a girl. Uh, there's a girl dressing like she's like off her bra or whatever, and like and that's that's like the only thing. And there, it was a gentleman's club scene. They were there for thirty minutes, and so I was expecting more rated artists out of that scene. And that's the only time there's like a a, a nip slip for like the entire film. Oh, okay. Well, just that whole scene, that whole entire story beat was just them getting the thinker to leave the building. I, man, I, the whole, I guess, where you can trim fat is anything to do with the thinker. He is just not needed in this movie at all. Even though he is the, he was the doctor in Doctor Who and did a fantastic job. And I was hoping he was going to do Robert Capaldi. That's his name. I was hoping he was going to do cool things because he actually does have good acting chops, but he did almost nothing in this movie except he, yeah, he, yeah, he, he had one line where he was sarcastic to like the Super King, where he said, "Yeah, it helps me think," and then they wanted to kill him. That was yeah. the only thing he did really in this entire movie. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, the movie is good. I mean, the, like I said, it's all in the pacing. If the movie had better pacing, I would probably give this movie like a seven and a half, eight. Seven and a half or an eight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, again, again, Wonder Woman, a nineteen eighty four. It was an okay film, but it was two and a half hours. But the pacing was better. It, it felt it didn't feel as long as this movie. I'm assuming that you still would recommend somebody to watch this movie, though. Absolutely, the, all the little moments in this movie are fantastic. Right? Even though I'm giving it a six point five to seven, it is absolutely worth watching. The Harley Quinn moment, if you're a Harley Quinn fan, the moments are fantastic. If you want to see uh, um, Sylvester Stallone be a shark guy, he is absolutely fantastic. CGI and the shark is fantastic. Just the special effects in all of this movie is fantastic. There's a lot of creative motifs in the movie. There's a fight in the reflection of Peacemaker's helmet, which is kind of cool. Uh, a lot of the transitions for the different acts of the movie are brought up in fire or other parts of the scenery. Um which was really so much creativity. This film that just makes it little parts of it fun to watch, but there is definitely parts that drag the movie down to a crawl that make the overall cohesiveness of the movie not as cool. I do want to, you know, talk about Amanda Waller for a moment here. You mean how she she's is, a totally upstanding person and she's never done anything wrong in her entire life? Yeah, she's never done anything wrong. But, you know, she's acting and everything. But she does a really good job at, like, being a dick. Like, how much... <laughs> do, like, is she a dick in real life? That's hard to act that, like, I mean, dickish. Maybe, maybe, maybe she's typecast. Who knows? But she is so good at it. And it is, it is it's frightening. perfect casting. Perfect casting. I don't like her. I'm scared of her in real life. I never want to meet her. Keep her away from me. I am now going to go to a court to get. Uh, you don't want her. You don't want her to sign uh, your your forehead at a comic con or something like that. No, man. Sign she, my she's chest. Not gonna put a, 
Amanda Waller. I don't know. She touched my chest, man. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but she does a really good job at playing a dick. She gets overthrown by nerds and like a nerd guy at the end, or no, the a woman hits her with with her gauntlet. Yeah, so uh, she didn't blow all the Task Force X people's heads because immediately, as soon as. So, the Task Force X mission is to destroy Jotunheim, not the starfish. Jotunheim so, is the information that uh, the facility has collected, which basically is dirt on the U.S. doing shady things, because the U.S. does shady things. Yes. So, after they destroy it, their mission is done, and they decide that, you know what, there's this giant starfish, we want to be heroes. So, they go off and try to kill the starfish. Amanda Waller does not like this, and to stop her from killing all of them because they have, you know, uh, like bombs in their in their necks or head or wherever they put them, she has control to blow them up. And she was going to do that, and then she gets hit with a golf club, and she can't do it anymore. And then they go fight the starfish. And her nerd But it's helps. just like she's, she is able to, like, even Idris Elba's character, Bloodsport, has a child, and this child, she's she's just like ruthless. She's like, we will put her in jail for the rest of her life because she stole like a candy bar, or it's a watch. It was like a watch. She stole a watch. <laughs> it's a watch you can watch. Like an TV Apple on. watch. Yeah, yeah, an, an Apple watch or something it like that. Does and... other things, Dad? <laughs> I don't care what it does. But that's what. So Amanda Waller was gonna like put her away forever and make her life miserable. She did a very good job at conveying that point. So that's just my thoughts on Amanda Waller's character. Uh, if there is another Suicide Squad movie, which if there is, it probably won't be till 2025. But if there is, I hope Amanda Waller's in it. That's well, all I have to say about that. Margot Robbie is actually supposed to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 now. What? No, she's not. I cannot tell if you're being serious or not. I'm being she's really been- serious. You're, no, you're not. I am. She's a DC character. A DC character is going to be allowed in an MCU movie. Well, she's not going to be no, Harley what? Quinn in the Guardians of the Galaxy three. She'll be somebody else. But hopefully, Wait, it'll be Margot a bigger... Robbie's... Is Margot Robbie in Guardians of the Galaxy? She'll be in. She's supposed to be in Guardians of the Galaxy three. James Gunn okay. likes working with the same actors. I mean, Nathan Villian was in Guardians of the Galaxy one. That's and, true. And he's in this movie. I mean, he was also in Slither, another James Gunn movie. Well, now he's so James Gunn's now off to work on Guardians of the Galaxy three, and then I'm assuming it, it seems like to me Marvel and DC are going to fight over James Gunn now. Originally, Marvel fired James Gunn for being creepy, which he probably is a very creepy dude. He probably but, is, but it was also like a decade old tweet or something like that. Like I don't I mean, know exactly what he said, I but whatever he like, said, I, I feel I, like what I feel like it was an old tweet. I feel like there should be a statute of limitation on like. Getting fired over an old tweet, like if you, I mean, like, yeah. and, and people get drunk and tweet all the time. Look at Elon Musk; he like high tweets. He gets like high on on weed, does a whole bunch. Yeah, of, but like, whatever. Liquor, and then like James Gunn tweet was pretty intense. It was like, uh, it was like he like rapes children or something like that. Like that was literally his tweet. Like there was no context behind it. I'm sure there was if you knew about it, but I did not know what it was. To fire him, I think it's a little bit extreme because that's really all that they had on him. But they fired him, and DC immediately picked him up. And then they Marvel then realized, like, damn, he's 
like super good at making comic book movies. He's yeah. like a director that does this instead of, you know, what Marvel does is they pick up these no name directors besides the Russo brothers and just make these standalone Marvel movies. The they Russo- found James Gunn who they found James Gunn who actually can make Marvel movies and DC movies. He knows his stuff and they just wanted him back, I guess, because now he's in doing Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, absolutely. I I really uh, would love to see uh, James Gunn do Deadpool. Deadpool, man, I don't Can think you imagine he's going James Gunn doing Deadpool. I would. I mean, I, I don't. Ryan, Ryan I, don't Reynolds. I don't think he's doing Deadpool. I would love to see him do it though. I think well, James I mean, Gunn would do an amazing Deadpool movie. Like the gore in this movie was brilliant. The special effects were brilliant. And I would love to see James Gunn's touch, uh, touch Deadpool. I would love to see his style of that. Touch. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see what what they end up doing with James Gunn. I know he's going to work on Guardians of the Galaxy three. I I did see that uh, Deadpool. The next movie they want to start filming next year, so I don't think James Gunn's going to be a part of it. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to be part of it anytime soon. But at some point, I would love to see him do Deadpool at some point in the future. Sure, that'd not be for, really cool. Not for Deadpool three, maybe Deadpool four. Who knows? Like you know, or uh, um, X Force if they do like a you know Deadpool. Well, when we get to the year 2077, we'll see if we have uh, 2077. a Deadpool movie Maybe with James Gunn. 2077 will finally be good by 2077. Maybe. Maybe it will. So, David, I think we're, we're reaching the, the pinnacle of our Suicide Squad speech gotcha. discussion. Overall, you recommend it, I'm assuming, as you already said. I recommend it as well. If you have a chance, if you have HBO, if you want to go to a dirty theater and watch it with seven other dirty people, you can. It's directed by James Scott. Any final thoughts, David? Uh, give me Shark Man. Give me more Shark Man. Give me more Harley Quinn. Uh, I, I want. Let's just do a, a, a Shark Man Harley Quinn duo movie. A buddy, sure, why a, not? a buddy comedy. Like he he's he becomes the new Joker, right? So, and then, <laughs> can you imagine King Shark as the Joker, just trying to be Joker? He's like he's going around like this. Like I've got a mustache. He did. <laughs> I'm yeah, going to I be mean, in disguise. Okay. Yeah, I, I do wish that would happen. Just like I I, I, just happen. like a, a, a shark with white face and like the the. He's trying to do like the Joker makeup, like that would be amazing. Like a, a, a like a wig that's just on the back, like on his fin or something like that. I mean, I don't know, something. I, I don't mean, know. I'm on board with it. Yeah, I mean, it could be fun. Could be a lot of fun. Uh, bottom you can line, do anything with any of these characters. Bottom line, this movie has got a bunch of great little scenes that are really fun to watch and are absolutely worth seeing. Um, movie does the movie does slow down in points, but. Uh, Movie's definitely worth seeing overall. That's that's my final takeaway. I am in full agreement with you. Everything you said, I echo that into a cave. And anybody who's in the cave should watch it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
Well, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, you can check out our show at uh, synthaholics.com. Uh, we do, uh, we're streaming pretty much every other week, uh, as far as the podcast goes, and regular place. Uh, listen to Apple Podcasts and on YouTube and Twitch here. That's, oh, from now on. Um, and follow us. Production. We're still working on making things a little bit better. We're getting there. We made, I think we've made a massive improvement from what we had last time. Absolutely. Our so mouths should match up this time. Better. If, they the, should if, match the te- up. if the test worked beforehand, our mouths should actually match up this time. It'll work out. I, I trust. I believe. So Alrighty. Yeah, and if anyone's still around for uh, the stream, um, we will be streaming satisfactory in a few minutes. So uh, we'll be jumping back on here shortly. So hang around. Hang out with us. Take care. Live long and prosper, one and all. Suicide Squad out. I swear, dude. I swear. We gotta talk and do the video thing. What's the shark guy's name? I need to know the shark guy's name. Dormammu? (laughs) The shark guy. The movie we're talking about. It's Dormammu. Dormammu, the shark man. It's Dormammu, the shark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like. Darmarmu, I have a bargain to offer. I have a bargain. Who's the shark's name? Darmamu? Darmamu, the shark Darmamu. I don't know the shark's name. I can't remember the shark's name. So, like, usually when we did the podcast... His name name is King Shark. No, it wasn't King Shark, was it? Yeah. So, normally, uh, for the audio tests I would do before, we would put these at the end for, for outtakes. So, in the out, so in the YouTube video, like, this ridiculous conversation, at least part of it would probably be on the outtakes. Like, for, it'll be after the, what, the end of the... Whatever whatever makes you happy, man. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, 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 board. I always thought it was fun to have, like, things that were recorded beforehand that were just nonsense. That were funny. You want to know where King Shark is from? It's Hawaii. The Darmamu's from Hawaii? Darmamu's from... <laughs> Hawaii. All right, stop recording.